Hey y'all, it's F. Hey, it's Sam. Here it's Ray. It's your girl Legs. Hey, it's Chrissy J. And welcome back to Melanated Aces. What's so funny? Christelle's doggy barked. Oh, you saw me look at the window. <laughs> <laughs> she gave. She gave the only duck stare. So they just be barking at the air. It's like, what's wrong with her? Those are your friends, Chris. Don't talk about your friends like that. They're not my friends. They're your friends. No, I was telling um, Sam a while back how the my neighbor's dog, they're literally, I'm surrounded by dogs and I'm not a fan of dogs. So ironic. But no, she's um, not. there's my neighbor's dog on the right side of me. Every time I go out to water my grass or if I'm doing some um, yard work, he comes to the fence and I just, you know, you know, you feel somebody staring at you <laughs> and I'm just minding my business and I look over and I see like I, an eye, or I see like a nasty tongue and I'm like, dog, what are you a nasty tongue, right here. <laughs> like heavy breathing and it's feels very and I'm like, dog, what are you doing here? Nobody called for you, please go away. And it just stares, and but sometimes I like messing with it because it likes water. So I'll be like spraying the fence, and then it'll like get excited, and then I'll run, and it'll follow, and then I'll just keep spraying it, and it's funny. Dog, what? I call. Dog, what are you doing here? I call animals by what they are, like dog, cat, you know, bird. I don't really give names. You're a mess, Krista. Okay, so do you not like animals in general? Like, do you think you'd have a pet? Um. I would have a pet, like a fish. I knew she was going to say a fish. I was like, I, I oh, had a fish. fish. You I do? had a fish. Yeah, I had right. a fish. She has a cat that lives with her. I do not have a cat. Um, you have a cat, Chris? No. I, cat. You, know, I, you guys know I don't have a cat. cat lives in her yard. Like, she has a cat. No, no. No, no. The cat comes into the yard and it leaves. It's a community cat. It does not live in my yard. It actually doesn't come cat. around anymore. It doesn't come around anymore because um, I made it clear that it's no longer allowed on my property. How did so. you make it clear? What'd you do? She had a conversation with a cat. You, Yo, imagine Chris. you sit it down and say, hey, you're no longer. They understand. Oh, Animals okay. understand. Um, they can feel the you energy. Threaten the cat? You know what? I she don't probably, threaten, like, I don't, she probably no. put some pesticides or something on the ground. So, like, I'm not. I'm not a murderer. And I would not, I don't want it to die. That's rude. Especially not on her her lawn or her garden. She would have to clean it mm-hmm. up. And- <laughs> Chris, no, she would call somebody. Yeah, right. <laughs> no. no, the cat just knows it, it can't come around here anymore. Um, yeah, these parts. But I had a fish, a beta fish. Its name was Beta. And. Oh, my God. So didn't you kill it? I did not kill the fish. It okay. passed away on its own. Um, but it lasted like a year and a half. That's good. What's their life expectancy? I'm not sure. Um, I mean, it lived longer than I expected, so. <laughs> Christelle be so cold, man. I'm with Christelle, though. Like, I'm the, I can only have a fish. I'm not doing dogs or cats. I do not like animals like that. And I can just say that comfortably. I don't like animals. I love animals. I cannot uh-huh. deal with it. I want a dog so bad. Ugh, no way. 
I would I take a dog know. over a cat though, because cats are the hell yeah. Like they are the worst. I hate cats. You live with cats. Cats don't live with you. And dogs Girl, live with you. Cats like, are like your home again. Right. Well, the audacity. That's how you could be on the streets. I don't have to give you a home. Like they are literally. They are they're so your roommates. Rude. They're really they really want to fight. Like it's just like you're doing too much. Sis. Like, they be on the counter and they'll knock stuff over to make you upset. And they'll look at you and then they'll keep pushing. Like no, sis. Yes, I'm not dealing you. with no attitude. Two okay. pussies can't live in the house. I'm good. Cats are funny. I would take a if I had to choose. I would take a cat over a dog. Ugh. But no, nah, they be mad funny when they fight. They will fight you though. Like there's this yeah. girl on TikTok. Oh my god, I watch her. That poor thing. Oh my god, yes. She's yes. literally fighting she with that daggone cat. cat. No, it'd be mad funny because the cat be swinging. Like, it looked like he, it literally looked like it grabs her hair with one hand and oh starts swinging with the other. It's mad funny. She fights her cat. Like, literally. Like, she has to run literally. away. Or, or she stops, like, it just starts to attack her. It's so funny. Out of nowhere. She'll be sitting like, in her bed scrapping. and then... Roll it over the floor. It's so bad. Oh my god. Animal abuse. I don't that sounds like a domestic abuse. Like the cat needs to be taken away. That's it's a it's a motherfucking cat. I'm fearing for her life. I'm fearing for the owner's life because the cat (laughs) has no chill. Zero. (laughs) I like how Evelyn talking about TikTok all of a sudden. Shut Listen, do y'all remember when I talked about TikTok and nobody was checking for it? Mm. Nah, uh, I definitely was not. I was like, yo, listen, TikTok is like for kids. Like, what do I look like? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. But the only reason why I got it is because she and like, I think my cousin or somebody else, they kept sending me TikToks. And it would get annoying where, because, you know, if you don't have the app, it just opens a, a new window on your whatever web browser you're using. And it would get annoying. So I was like, you know what? Let me just download the app for the sake of those that are sending me videos so I could just watch it easily. And then it grew to me just like being on TikTok by myself, just scrolling for hours. Yes, I told you. Um, it's entertaining. Lovely. That's it's what I'm saying. Entertaining. Um, I found so many like videos that I died from. Right. Okay. Cam knows my favorite like page is this African kid. It's the most hilarious thing when he harasses his African father. It's just Yo. so funny. So There's funny. a girl that did that to her parents too. Like she got in full like emo stuff and then just started saying, girl, I gotta find it and send to you. It's so funny. Hilarious. Shout out to everybody that's over 30 that's still, you know, that likes TikTok. Yo, I, I see you. I feel Chris, you. Chris, do you remember Brian from Avon High? Yeah, I love his stuff. He, it's funny. He, he's TikTok famous. Yeah. Like, I, I, he's, he's been on the shade room and everything. I see, oh, really? Oh, maybe a couple months ago, like recently. But uh, I seen one of his things on Instagram because I don't have TikTok. But I was like, wow, because he looked familiar. I'm like, mm-hmm. I know this face. And then I went to his page. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Brian, girl. Yeah. yeah but he's funny. He's, he's, he's funny. funny. He's always been funny. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just cool to see somebody that you went to school no. with like, yeah. that way. So, yeah. Do you have a fun fact? Fun fact, Bruno. No fun fact. No fun fact. fact? Listeners, are you disappointed? Has she been holding this down or not? I feel like she's not doing her part. And I know you guys are expecting the fun facts every week, and she is just letting us let us know in the comments. Bash her. Let her know that she's holding up her end to the bargain. Okay. Hey, I dropped fun facts for the past like. 
bash her. I like to be educated while I'm doing these podcasts, okay? Bash her. Really? Else? Bash, yeah. I feel bash like, her. Why not? I would, I would be a leader of a cult. I would be a leader of a cult. Evelyn, Evelyn, indecisive can't remember stuff. Me, I would be a leader of a cult. She wouldn't even remember the rules. I would forget the whole mission statement. I would forget everything. Mm -hmm. Like, why are we doing this again? Like, what is what is the purpose? Man, me. (laughs) Some cults are dangerous as hell. Hell yeah. But I love like watching a, documentaries on them. Yo, every time I see a cold doc, I'm like, I'm yes, on it. Now, that and the mafia. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I just be so fascinating. Like, y'all really following this nigga? Y'all really yo, believe what you're saying? That's crazy. It's so wild. And the doctrine it, they be following and believing is like, y'all dead ass believe it? Yo, wow, and okay. when they die, sometimes they save the body. They don't even bury it yet. Oh, my it's, God. Yo, okay. Or they all die. They all yeah. died. And then one of them I watched, don't get me started. One <laughs> of them I watched, they all died. And then there was a few that like left. And then they regretted that they didn't die with them and then died. Like uh-huh. committed suicide. Yes, oh girl. God. It was crazy. Wait, yes. What, so they, it was, was like, that? it's called, mm, what is it called? It's something. Cause I see the dude's face. I think it's on HBO Max. But there was a thing. They all died the same way. They all had on. Um, they all had blankets covering their faces. And at oh. this point, some of the members had left. But it was like it was the point to all like die and go to wherever, go to another place. So the ones that left, they kind of regretted leaving. They regretted missing the mission, essentially, or missing something. Then they they died in a hotel room. Some of them. Oh, wow. I think one ended up surviving and still like went through like depression and shit because he he missed the mission. Wild, Ooh. wild. I forgot. Is it called Heaven's Gate? Heaven Sent? Something like that. Look it up. But it was it's crazy. It's crazy. And don't drink the juice cult. That one was don't wild. Drink, drink the juice. Where you find that one at? What you what about Tim uh, Tom Jones or something? Oh no, that's not Tom Jones. Uh, something Jones, and they all drink the juice, and they all die. It was like they all had like this. What you don't know the drink the juice? That's the one of the most famous cults. Nah, bro, you gotta send me it that. It sounds place. familiar. Talk, what is it? Uh, is there some place I can watch it? Yeah, um, I think it might be A and E. All right, cool. Tom Jones, Jim Jones. I think it's Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Yeah. Jones. Yeah, Jim Jones, like before the ball in Jim Jones, there yeah. was a Jim Jones who was a cult leader. And he had like this big like plot where everybody was on it, children, all that. And they created a juice. Everybody was to drink it and everyone died. And there's like bodies, just bodies on, on the ground. Wow. And then some of them thing? survived by hiding. Huh? Was it a public thing? Like, was it like a public yeah. play? Wow. It was it was crazy. Like if a helicopter flew over, you would just see bodies. Yeah. Okay, I need to go look at that. Um, I need to go watch it. That's intense. Yeah, it's it's wild. So that's why if you ever hear the phrase "Don't drink the juice," because it's like it's cult like like. Wow. Oh, I have heard that phrase. Oh, don't drink the Kool Aid. That's it. Don't drink the Kool Aid. That's what I've heard. Don't drink. That's what it is. Don't drink the Kool Aid. That's the name of it. Yeah. No, no, but that's the phrase. <laughs> the phrase. That oh, use. I was gonna say, is this a black man? Um, but there was black people in there. Don't think I'm it was all white sure. folks. 
Yeah, there was black folks in there. No, I, I've seen. I, yeah, no, I, I've seen. It. It's always mixed people, but yeah, wow. I'm definitely gonna check that one out. But yeah, that's the mm-hmm. only phrase I've heard. Don't drink the Kool Aid. I know this story kind of broke out at the beginning of the month about Dr. Dre's daughter. I think I believe her name is Latanya. Um, she's 38 years old, and she either like posted something on social media or something, but essentially posted a GoFundMe account. And she essentially blasted her father. And mind you, she is 38 years old, and I believe she has a few kids. And she blasted her father saying that she is homeless, living out of her car. And her father, who is Dr. Dre, cut her off in um, July. I'm, I'm sorry, January of this year. And you guys all know who Dr. Dre is, one of the most famous producers of all time. He is actually worth an estimate of $800 million dollars. And so a lot of people were criticizing him online, like, yo, that's your daughter. How are you just letting her live, like, basically out of her car? And she has to be on social media betting for money. Um, But a lot of people in the comments were also like, yo, she's 38. She's a grown woman. She should be able to fend for herself. So I guess my question today is, like, you know, at what age, money or not, you know, you could have all the money in the world or you could, you know, just be living a paycheck to paycheck life. But at what age do you feel it's comfortable to cut your child off completely? Because he has the means. The man is filthy rich, but she's 38 years old. She is a full-blown adult. Should he still be taking care of her? Is that okay? What age is the cutoff age for taking care of your child? He cut her off during COVID. He cut her off during COVID, sis. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wild. COVID. He must have been fed up if you really cut your child off during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. During COVID. Damn. I, okay, this is weird. Because to me, this sounds like there's more to this story that we might just not know of. Because I don't want to say... I don't think that there is a cutoff age per se. Like your child is your child, your parents is your parents, right? Um, Life is a cycle, right? We're born, they take care of us, then it comes back around and we take care of them. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that I think of is like, there must be something wrong with their relationship. Now, granted, to rally back real quick, there is a cutoff age in a sense, but it's not really a cutoff age, but it's you as parents, as guardian, to raise your child up and make them independent, give them the proper resources and tools that they can take care of themselves. That was something you're supposed to do throughout the, you know, the first 18 years for sure. And then, you know, maybe into their 20s as well, because they're still also developing and now actually getting used to maybe being on their own, whether it's from college or now starting to have their first apartment. But to say cut off age, it sounds like there's an issue within their relationship where he doesn't want to help her. Um, I mean, I've seen people, or you know, maybe you guys even seen it with your parents or your grandparents, where your mom might even it could be something so small, um, where your mom might ask your grandmother, or your grandfather, or something for like change or help with something, and your grandparents assist, whatever, however that may look, because um, that's your child. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, I don't think there's a cutoff age in the sense 
when you you have children, just like we don't, we shouldn't cut off our parents and say, well, you know, like they're grown or they're making, you know, there shouldn't be no number either on value or whatever. Um, For him to cut off his daughter, I think it's more personal. Um, There's Mm -hmm. an issue within for me to make him not want to help his daughter or reach out. The the relationship's a little, um, what is it, estranged or something. Mm -hmm. Um, That's my first instinct. But if I have a child, my hopes is that I will always be there to help my child. But there's mm-hmm. a level of helping because I know that I raised my child, child up to be independent and help themselves. But it's okay. We're not perfect. And we fall into ruts sometimes and we might need assistance and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with your points. Um, they're all valid, Shanae. Um, I'm just like really thinking as I'm like, even if there was something to have occurred between them, and but that's just my heart as well. Everybody's personal. I'm just thinking about like her children, if they are all living in a car, despite whatever mm-hmm. we have, I just would not, I, I don't know, as a grandparent or even as a father still like, yeah, we may have a strange relationship. But I just can't imagine seeing my child sleep in a car. Yeah. Is that what came out? They actually sleep in no, a no, car? No, I'm just, no, no, no. I didn't oh, say, oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying, I don't, I'm just like, like you said, you know, you feel like there's more to the story. Um, but I'm saying even if there is more to the story, I personally could not allow my child to live in a car despite anything. Yeah, I agree. Um, Shanae, definitely with what you said, because I feel like when we say cut off, cut off is such a harsh term, mm-hmm. um, especially you being used in this context too. Um, like I'm cutting you off. And I know people can have their own um, interpretation of what that means because as a parent as Shani was saying I feel like there really isn't a cut off unless there is yes that estrangement um some there's something else there has to be something else I don't feel like a parent will just say okay at 18 you're done nothing else figure it out or whatever age you know um mm-hmm. to me that's weird but I also feel like I'm coming from a cultural standpoint because mm-hmm. In Haitian, I'm sure um, Ev can agree, Shanae, you can agree with your Jamaican household as well. And even like um, Sam and Ray, um, in the the fact that we're not, I know I wasn't, we're not told, okay, get out. Like it's, it's, I feel like our parents push us to do better, be on our own, be independent, but there is no, you got to get out of my house. You're done. I'm not providing. I'm not helping. Yeah. It's if anything, they're like, no, come back, come yeah. stay with us, bring all your kids. Doors always open. Yeah. Doors always open. Yes, the door is always open. I don't. I've never heard that coming from my mother ever. If I told my mom I'm coming home right now, she'd be like, "Can you come tomorrow?" Like, <laughs> World same. You know, like I'll I'll buy the ticket now. You know, it's it's open doors, but. I think it's more of a, I mean, I know Dr. Dre is black and everything, but I, I do feel like it's more of like a American, white American type of mindset of, no, yeah, absolutely. all right, you're, you're, 18. You know, you're 18 now, you got to be on your own. I, I That's how I've heard it. Yeah, me too. You know, where it's like, yeah. okay, my mom just cut me off and it's coming from someone named Tom mm-hmm. or, you know, something. Yeah. That's what I've heard it. And that's just what it is on my end. Um, but 
it's hard because I feel like in this situation there is there has there has to be more to the story there has to be something but um to just go off of what Ev was saying as well it is a very like in your heart <laughs> type of thing as well yeah. am I gonna leave my child out during a pandemic if they have children whatever the circumstance am I able to do that to my child mm. but it's crazy yeah. it's, do you think it's a man thing because I mean that's another guy like I feel like women, we're more nurturing. We're not going to want to see mm-hmm. our people struggling. I feel like it's so easy for a man or a father to be like, go. Yeah. As opposed to a woman mm-hmm. or a mother saying, go. Men, I feel like it's easier, you know, for them to say that. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, I also think, I feel like more celebrities are the ones that cut their kids off because they feel like they just get the easy route. Like, oh, because I'm a celebrity, now you have all this money coming in. No, you need to learn mm. how I had to learn. I had to grow mm. up in this way. So now yeah. you got to go out and figure out how to live your life and stop depending on me to take care of everything. So, I mean... It, yeah, they're trying to give them that life lesson that they didn't have. Like, because, you know, they're privileged children. And right. he had been, he'd been taking care of her yeah. up until 37. Like, that's a long time. She, she, because she was like, oh, you know, I, I could work, but right now I just need the support. But it's like, okay, but you are 37 years old you should get a job like you should have been saving your daddy you should have been saving <laughs> that is another thing you should have your dad's dr dre like why don't why? you have you, okay so you like, why, dr dre why you, you why hold on wait saying? you think as a celebrity so you think if we were celebrities kids that we wouldn't have the mindset like oh let me just stash a little money to the side like really just save money because in our mindset it's like oh i got my daddy he rich i don't have to I- do a lot you would have that mindset to not save the money? I don't think I would have that mindset, but am I surprised that she didn't? No. Like, you have kids. You're taking care of them. You get an allowance, which is what she was getting. Yeah. And, you know, the reason why he stopped helping her was because she went to the press. And I'm not surprised that she didn't save. She was probably just still using that money, doing whatever, because her dad is Dr. Dre. Yeah. It's not like her dad was, I don't know, somebody that just got 15 minutes of fame and just like, yo, let me say, let me think. Her dad is Dr. Dre. He He's continuously money. having money. He'll never spend any of that money in one lifetime. So, right. So, why would she save it? You're right. What? Wait, I feel like- it, it goes back to the resources and the tools. Like, we create our children. Like, other than them learning from their peers and learning from their teachers and stuff like that they learned from their households and so you had to see that sign maybe when she was 16 18 that like okay I do this I do this 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 for her but she has no type of responsibility in doing something for herself or she's not goal oriented or it doesn't seem like she really wants to get a job for herself at that point that's when you nip it at the butt when you first start to see those signs if you don't you continue to give her money and allowance then why the heck does she have to work why the heck does she have to be right. responsible, Allison? And now mm-hmm. you just expect her to be responsible when you never nipped it in the butt? And I'm that's curious. enabling. That's yeah, enabling. That's, definitely that's enabling. enabling. You know? Right. But I think it's also your temperament as a person. Sorry, Ev. I think it's also the temperament because, yes, I've read, I don't know any of these celebrities, but I've read a lot of these um, younger celebrities who, yes, they come from well, their father, mother does this and that, but that young woman, young man wants their own. You've heard that before, where they're they're going to go out and make a name for themselves. They're going to go out and make their own money. They have that security in the back. Their parents may have, you know, been like, we got it, doing this, never 
uttered the words, we're going to cut you off. So figure it out type thing, you know, gave them allowances, but they still go out and do for themselves and make for themselves, build um, their own wealth. So it's also a temperament. But I hear what Shanae's saying is if you're being enabled from when you're young and not really held to hold your own responsibilities and make your own or go out there, the rug doesn't have to be pulled out complete, completely from under you. But like, yes, a parent should encourage them to go out and do go out and make and all these things. If that wasn't happening, yes, it is an abrupt thing to be like, all right, I had enough. I'm tired. You're cut off. Figure it out now. Yeah. I'm just, I'm thinking about, um, and every, yeah, Shanae's points were absolutely valid as well, but I know he has six kids. So I'm just thinking, <laughs> I was like, yeah, he has six. And I'm, I'm curious, was he, she even raised with him? Cause you know, like Shanae said, you know, it's, starts in a household what they see but i'm curious like he could have just been writing a check like okay you're mm-hmm. my child. You yep. like and has no relationship but just mm-hmm. feel as an obligation as a father let me just send this kid some money but who knows if they even have a relationship where he even could talk to her and know exactly what type of person she is and what on whether or not she knows how to save money or do that this kind of thing he probably just like she's one of six accountant please send this money for this this child yeah mm-hmm. Um, it looks like Dr. Dre and her dad, her mom split when she was five. So mm. she hasn't seen her famous father in 18 years and doesn't even have his number. Mm. Uh, so she has no community. So she is literally just a child that happens to be related yeah, to her, that's, Dr. Dre. I feel like he's just, he was yeah. just dumping money at her. Yeah. And so when she went to the press, I think that was just like, a, okay, girl, we're just going to cut you off. Since, and you're 38. You are 38. So if you're going to go to the press... That's just a one-way ticket to, I don't need to support you then. If I'm that this bad dad, then I don't need to support you then. It's easy to go to the press. press. Oh, so she went, why did she go to the press in the first place? Because he probably tried to get an extra check. Tried to get a quick little check thing. Because he cut her off in in January. So something happened there. So I'm assuming she did something, went to the press, said something. But it's not until August this month that we learned, oh... She's been homeless since then, and he cut her off. So, I don't know. I have a question, though. Is he the same person that cut off his wife to somebody? Like, what's going it? through that nasty divorce? Yeah. Yes. Is he yes. The same? I think he just got an issue with giving people money at this point. He just don't want to give people money or help them out. I don't know. But you know what? I think his argument with his wife is this. Did she sign a, uh, I don't know, a thing? A prenup? No. I don't know. I think, but she was also doing some shady business too. So she that, was that relationship. That that situation right there is kind of weird. But as a as a parent, and uh, your child having to go on social media and creating a Go GoFundMe and telling the world that you ain't taking care of it, it, it sounds bad. But it's like, girl, you're 38 years old. Like I feel like, give her a lump sum. You are grown. Here is some money enough for you to get on your feet pay a couple months of rent find a job and take care of yourself i agree i, agree. Yeah. I think that's the least he could have you know at least he could did. do that if you want to cut least. her off completely I, I would hope he doesn't i hope at some point he's like man that's my that's my child you have you are sitting like 800 million dollars you're never going to see all of that in one lifetime you don't need all of it exactly. you don't need all of it just Set aside for for her, but if you're trying to teach her a life lesson, you know, 
yeah, I, there I could be ways around that. Yeah, I would say at least give her a little bit of stability at first and then see what, how she does with it. If you're trying yeah. to teach her something. Or maybe that's what he did mm. before. And he, he did exactly what you said. Let me see how, what you do with this, giving you a lump sum, like to get you yeah. back on your feet or, you know, whatever the case. And the time maxed out and she didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking about it, like perhaps what could have happened is he did what he, he, he did one final shot and um, she expected more. He's not listening. She doesn't have his number, no connection really to him. And then she's like, all right, fine. You want to be this person? I'm going to show the world who you are or whatever. And let me go. Cause that's, that's, a, that's what all these celebrities do. Like, okay, I'm going to put it up publicly mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. let, let, let the narrative continue. Let everyone else be, you know, the court. Yeah. And everything. And so here we are. There's definitely more to it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like this one, but it'd be, yeah. Just Janae, uh, Chris, you, he probably was teaching her lessons and probably gave her chance after chance. And she probably just failed at it because she probably yeah. didn't think she probably he she probably he probably threatened her a few times like hey you need to do this down to third if you don't I'll do this she's like yeah I, like who's really gonna cut me off like you really gonna do that like she probably just tested the boundaries with that and she failed and here we are and what sucks is he could have done everything the quote-unquote right way like mm-hmm. okay you gave these chances and everything right but because she went to the press, because she didn't mention she has children. Is that why? Yeah, yeah she okay. definitely has yep. kids. Um, she has children. She's a woman, Black woman. Ooh, we mm-hmm. gonna feel hard for our Black women. Oh, yeah. You know, like, we. there's this whole story here that we see. We don't know the backstory, but we see the story in front of us, the pieces in front of us. And we're just like, how could you do that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have a good track record. And he doesn't have a good track record. So yeah. it's already enough for you to just say one little thing. Like, ah, yep, I believe it. It's not right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And he's not one to come out to the media and like defend himself. So he's just going to let whatever narrative go. So it's mm-hmm. like, all right, you think I'm a deadbeat dad? You, don't, you think I didn't su- try to support her or help her? That's cool. And he doesn't owe anybody an explanation, honestly. He really so doesn't. It is what it is. Like he knows the truth. He's comfortable with what he's done. And that's for a reason. Mm-hmm. She gonna get cut out of the wheel, girl. What she even in that wheel? Good question. Oh, child, that was gonna. She even in it, but um, Crystal, I think you're the one who mentioned um, you know, oh no, I think it was Shanae actually. It's a it's a cycle. They take care of us, and then we take care of them. Um, but this is kind of bringing the the conversation to a different direction, but still still kind of similar topic. So last week, when Tarantino was in a in the media because he essentially told people that he would not he refused to buy his mama home because she didn't believe in his dreams or she something of that nature and um a lot of people were like oh damn like really you're not even gonna buy your mama a house like or you're not gonna take care of her but it's like do we know what she was saying to him do you know mm-hmm. what kind of household he was raised mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's like damn we feel obligated like that's my mama like i made it i have money i'm gonna give her like i'm gonna take care of her like i think we could all say if we were to ever hit the jackpot across the board it's oh, i'm about my mama house that's like every black person's like across the board line. girl hold across on the board, i'm about my mama house that's what always said but hold to hear like this person specifically saying yeah i'm not buying her house 
It's like, damn, for real? It's like, yeah, she didn't believe in my dreams. Mm. Well, I kind of respect that. I under, I respect it. I ain't mad at that. Shit. If you're not acting right, I'll do the same thing. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> I'm I feel like that. it's like deeper than that. It's like, okay. No, I'm, yeah. If she, like, everybody goes through stuff with their parents. But if it's some, something that serious that is traumatic to you to the point where you're like, I'm not taking care of you once I get to where I get because you did not support me. I'm not mad at it. I'm here for it. I think the key word that you use of, um, and perhaps when Shanae was talking earlier as well, is obligation. Mm. Yeah. Why is there an obligation? I think that's what I, that's just a question that pops in my mind. Why is there an obligation? Um, especially if you don't have a great relationship with your parent, if they're not, being supportive. I mean, support can look different. What type of support are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Is it encouraging words like, yes, honey, you can do what I believe in you? Or is it like, okay, while you're focusing on your dreams, let me support you financially mm-hmm. or something like that. I mean, of course, I feel like, like I've said, we, we want to, in a way, repay our parents for mm-hmm. raising us, guiding us, because a lot of them didn't have to, a lot of them don't, you know, you hear about people growing up on their own and doing it themselves. Their parents weren't there. We are very lucky when we can have parents, a parent who's actually there for you, who actually supports you and however that looks. Mm-hmm. And of course you want to give back, but if it's going to, if you're saying, no, I'm not in this situation, I'm not getting this person a house. They didn't support me. That could have been all his life. This is a he, right? You, this is yeah. a guy. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I forgot the name. Um, but yeah, there could have been no type of support in any way since he was young. And now he's here. You know what's funny? Because I mean, I've seen people joke about this, but a lot of people are like, oh, I ain't asked to be here. I've seen that too. Like, you know, you're saying I'm obligated to take it. Like, oh yeah, we're obligated to take care of our parents. It's a cycle. But it's like, well, I didn't ask to be in this world. Why do I have to now in turn take care of somebody else? Yeah. Why do I, why? Like, okay. The argument is like, you chose to have children. That was your choice. Yeah. You, I am your responsibility. I did not ask to be here. Mm-hmm. You chose to be a parent. I didn't choose for you to be my parent. You chose me. Like, I'm in this world because of you. Now that I'm older and you're older than me, it's like, okay, you're supposed to take care of me. Am I? <laughs> Like, tell me, am I really? Am I really? It's like <laughs> Sally Mae. It's like Sally Mae. It's yeah. like that. Like, now I owe you. <laughs> I owe yeah. everything you did. Like, do I? I was like, is that, that the point? Is that the point of being a parent? Like, okay, no, my child has a debt. Yeah, that's what, they, debt. that's what they make it feel like. It's a debt. Yeah. You're owed. You are paying me back for me clothing you, for me feeding you, for me putting a roof over your house. But did I ask you to do any of that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You did chose I to change my diaper. Did I? You chose to lay down and get pregnant, sis. I didn't ask to be here. Oh. So I mean, I, I've seen that argument a lot of times on, on social media. I'm like, well, that is that's a valid point. It's valid. <laughs> it's always valid. Like, did I? Valid. I didn't ask. I didn't send a request. No, no, seriously, not my. <laughs> not my here paying bills. Now I'm out here like living this life. Like, <laughs> I was I. Did I want to be here? Right. And adulting is so ghetto. So. Uh, so adulting is trash. It's the most ghetto hood I've ever been in. And I'm not here for it. 
I'm not here for it. It's just awful. I hate yeah, it. It's terrible. It's difficult. it's difficult. I just, yeah, I feel like as a parent, and I hope I never will be that type of parent to hold it over my child's head. Like yeah. now, right. now it's your turn. I don't think that's fair. I don't yeah. think that's fair. That's why I no. ask like, why are we obligated? Why is this an obligation? Yeah. It's a choice. I think it's a yeah. choice, um, a personal choice. And it is what it is. Um, yeah. Some people are more generous than others, of course, yeah. when they're older and want to provide now for their parents or parent. And that's great. It's beautiful. I love to see it, but it shouldn't be something that's like, okay, while I'm doing this adult shit and figuring out my life and also struggling and everything, I also have this other weight where I'm like, mm-hmm. I now I have to like, you know, make sure everybody else is good. It's like, it's yeah. a burden. It's, it's a burden. burden. It's a burden. I was watching um, Love and Hip Hop because I'm getting back into watching that. And Ace Hood was talking to his mom and how their relationship kind of got a little strained because one, he went independent. So, and he got married. And I think there was a lot of financial choices that he had to make. And I think his mom was one of the people that, you know, like cars and houses and all that, like, you know, it it got pulled back a little bit. And I think that there was some type of intimidation when he got married as well. Um, And he talked about how especially with black sons and moms, how there is kind of a toxic relationship that they do have. Um, So I think, you know, this kind of goes into it too, where, you know, what happens when you have to kind of take back supporting Mm -hmm. that parent um, because your finances aren't together. So it does, it is a burden because not only are you worried about your wife and your kids, you got to worry about your parent too, who is now solely dependent on you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is tough. Like, yeah. Yeah, that is tough. Especially if it's a single parent who doesn't yeah. have anyone but their one child. I don't know. But it's it's tough. I hope I'm not like that to Isaiah. I pray I'm not. I hope you're not either. That's yeah. annoying. I, I don't want to be that I, I don't want to be that parent. My mom already knows her kids. We already told her we don't don't depend on us. <laughs> you girl, the closest thing you're gonna get is probably the nearest nursing home. And <gasps> Mm-mm, girl <laughs> she she already knows she already knows we had this conversation she said i can't depend on my kids she said i'm not mm. even she's like she's like i know it's okay she yeah. said it's okay because uh, i see what she goes through that's the only thing i see what she goes through she has three other brothers and they don't do squat diddly shit so i'm like girl i'm not me and my brother we're not about to be sitting here arguing trying to figure out who's gonna take care of you and change your diaper absolutely not no, no, I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. I felt that burden too because I'm the only child, and my dad has very strained relationships with his children. I have already made the decision that I probably will put my dad in a nursing home because my father. It's just, I don't know. He and I told him I said I'm putting you in home. He said you ain't putting me with them old biddies. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> and I'm like, and plus, if you if people know my parents, they cannot be in the same room together. They cannot mm-hmm. stand each other. Mm-hmm. But if I had to choose, I'm taking my mom. Of course. But she but she told me she don't want to be with me and my kids and my husband. But I said, if you come to a point where you can't take care of yourself, I say you're coming with me. Yeah. Um, but I know that. But my dad, he doesn't feel like he needs to be a parent for most of my life. So when it comes to thinking, and I think he forgets that I'm the one that's going to have to take care of him yeah. if his girlfriend doesn't. I think he really does forget that. Um, and I said, yeah, I was like, I'm putting you in home. I don't care. 
or we put him in the basement with his records. <laughs> but I can't, if I had to choose, I'm taking my mom instantly, you know? But she, like I said, she don't want to live with us. So, some of the flip flops. She'd be really? like, oh, yeah. She'd be like, oh, um, I can't wait for y'all to get married so I can go back to Haiti, blah, blah. I'm tired <laughs> of being here. Or she'd be like, I'm getting older, so who am I living with in the future, blah, blah. I'm just like, ma'am. Wow. <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> Which one is it? But you know what, Loki? I'm like, all right, mommy, you can, like, I used to, yo, I used to be so against my mother living with me. Oh, yeah. I did not. I feel like yeah. my mother, we bump heads. That's just not a secret. We bump heads. Mm. And I feel like we have the better relationship when we live apart. However, I feel like when I know if if I'm not like really really successful, like can afford my own nanny or something, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna live in my house for me so we can take care of these kids. Like I'm not. That's what I said. I said. I'm not doing it by myself. I'm not doing it by myself. I refuse. I'm not doing it alone. You know more than me, mommy. You're living with me. We're taking care of these kids together. <laughs> I'm not doing it by myself. Like, because you don't understand, like, it's so important to have a village, but, like, yeah. I, 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 I just know I'm going to need my mama. I just know no, it. No, I said the same thing. I told my mom, I said, if I ever get pregnant, you have to take off two weeks of work. I already told her. Not, I don't have, not an inkling that I'm going to be pregnant at any time yeah, soon. No. And I'm like, I just told her, I said, you do, you need to just take off work. That's yeah, just serious. I am a mess. I'm, I didn't tell y'all, y'all going to have to take off some time too. I don't trust. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I and I told somebody this. I said, I'm calling my friends. I said, it's gonna be a y'all just gonna have to fly down to wherever I'm at and take rotational shifts. I was literally about to be in a rotation. I forgot to tell y'all, y'all can take two weeks off too. (laughs) Because I'm so worried about being pregnant and and emotions. I've seen so many like people go through pregnancy and they one felt alone, they were super mean. Or it's just, I would need my village wherever I'm at. So I'm yeah. sorry, ladies. I will be begging each and every one of you guys I'm, to come I'm down and pray. I'm crying all the time. I'm be crying. If I'm by myself with that Yo. kid and I ain't got nobody there, I'm going to cry. Even if I have my husband, I'm going to cry. I want, I'm going to cry. Yes. I'm going to be crying all the time. Look I'm at flights wherever I'm at. To y'all. So, like, I don't even have a choice. If y'all told me I got to take whatever. Oh, yeah, girl, because we was there for your ass. So, you know. Y'all have my son in rotation in college. Yeah. We all have classes. I have no choice. Yeah. I have no choice. This that. is an obligation. This right here is the obligation for us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But I had my village. See? Yes. I was able but to Yeah, that's what I'm village. saying. So, like, like, you want a village in order to have children i want my children to be a certain like to be raised a certain way like yeah and i i need my friends there and if y'all gotta come down and rotational shift then that's just gonna happen period sorry <laughs> not sorry i call afternoon i'm just gonna make that no no, no I, I mean i'm days. a morning I'm person talking. so that's cool you said what i'm a morning person so that's totally cool okay well I'm y'all can't come down at the same time so y'all have to come like weeks like well, I'm, letting, I'm, letting you week. know, I'm letting you know the week that I'm oh. here I like mornings so that's good that's good we can do it me and my husband can do the nights but as long as you got the mornings but I be crying so much I'm so sensitive man I don't know I just I know I'm just gonna need my friends that's all I know if anything I want y'all to be in your room but you know I can't I know I can't do that either <laughs> I want my friends around for everything I just I, and it's weird because now we've been were the aces and i think some people that i know refer to you guys as the aces i think i need my aces at every single event oh yeah I, you, I feel like you, you guys already know like 
if you all were in the same state, I'm always inviting y'all to functions. Sam is the only one that's in Boston, so she gets invited to all my family stuff. Yeah. But if it was all weird when I'm not. all four of y'all, like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, my cousin's having a baby shower. Like, do you know the cousin? Probably not, but come on, we're going. Man, what? I've been at so many things, I didn't even know the person throwing it. I met him there at the event. Yeah, and then they became friends. They have each other's numbers. Derek talk, talking For on the sure. side now. But yeah. Shout out to Donnie. She just sent me a message on a Snapchat. She did. <laughs> Another question. And I, again, I was watching Love and Hip Hop. What happens when you adopt a child or you take a child in and then they don't do what you want them to do? Are you kicking them out? Are you cutting them off? So just a few uh, backstory. Um, everyone knows who Yandy is. Hmm. She took on Infinity. Um, I think she she was, I think it was her foster mom for a while. So you saw Infinity a lot on like her Instagram and stuff. Wow. And at this time, Mendeecees is in jail. And then something, I guess, Mendeecees comes home and there's a picture that comes out like during Christmas and he has all his kids. Infinity is not there. No, wait, let me rewind. Infinity gets with a boyfriend. I guess it was like super controlling or something like that. Yandy said, yo, if you continue to be with this man, like you can't live under my roof, basically. She doesn't listen. I guess she leaves or whatever. Then the, this picture happens with, with Mendeecees. And then all of a sudden she's like airing out kind of their stuff. Like, wait for my tell-all book. This is Infinity saying all of this. Mind you, Infinity has to be 18 or 19. And so basically they cut her off. And now she's slowly coming back. And they want, she wants to be in the home with them. Mind you, um, Yandy has kids. So the kids are very much attached to Infinity. Um, but they want her to get an apartment for two months. They'll pay for it. And then they want her to get a job. And she's like crying because one of her problems is she has abandonment issues. Mm. So I think that there's a lot of people that are on the fence with how Yandy and Mendeecees are doing it. Cause now they're a united front. So, you know, they're both trying to handle this, but it's like, you took on that child. Mendeecees does think that this is Yandy's fault for taking on infinity in the first place. Wow. So he wasn't even supportive of the whole idea of having... Because he's in jail when all this happens. Right. So, and so the producer does ask, do you think it's Andy's fault? And he said, yes. The producer? Like, you know how, like, when they do interviews and you'll hear, like, a producer in the back, like, like you know, ask some questions so yeah, they can yeah, talk. Yeah. yeah, and he feels like it's hard for her. Like, this is something that <laughs> she needs to handle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. That is tough. Yeah. So, okay, I'm just trying to wrap my head around it so yandy adopted her when she was in her teens mm-hmm. yeah i don't know if they necessarily ended up adopting her or she's still oh. a foster like oh, foster. but they did take her in essentially yeah. mm-hmm. okay okay and then now it's they're both yandy and mendeecees decided that they would like her to become more independent mm-hmm. and so yeah. often her this time to do that yep. like a yeah. slow transition it doesn't sound like you got to get out. She wants to stay in the house with them. And they're like, okay. And I guess it's been some time since they have seen her. And she like started crying. She's like, I want to stay here as long as I can. But technically the bridge has already really been, it's just really been burned with them and trust. And then it comes, she's talking to the press. And so I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, um, increases the amount, the lack of trust that now Mendeecees and Andy have with Infinity. I mean, I feel like because because it could have been a Dr. Dre situation and they're like, you got to get out because of these things. Like, you got to get out now. But it sounds like it's a slow transition. They're trying to still 
assist her, mm-hmm. but, you know, slowly get her to be on her own and more independent, which I feel like that's okay. I don't, obviously, I, like I said, I'm still trying to wrap my, I feel like I'm missing something, but. Yeah, me too. As I tell y'all the story. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and I, I understand her abandonment issues. It could feel like, okay, you guys are just, you know. Yeah, pushing me to the like, wayside. Push, right. Pushing me away and stuff. But, and, but I, I guess my question is, how did they present this? Was it like, all right, this is what's happening. You got to get out by this time. So they sat her down and was like, this is what we, we want to do. We want to get you an apartment. Mm-hmm. You know, we give you two months. So you have two months to look for a job. That's what it, I think happened. Did I watch the rest? Probably not listeners. So I, I saw that, that clip too. And you got the gist of it. Yeah. Okay. They're giving her two months to find a job. Are they giving her like a stipend allowance or something? Yeah, they're, they're, they're taking care of her. Yeah. Basically taking like, care of her, right? For two months. But they, they do oh. want her to find a job between, in between that. Okay. Or in those two months. Okay. I think they're doing it the right way. I think. Yeah. I, I think it's the right way, whether it they she's adopted or not. Like I feel like even as a if that was my child and I sat you down and um but damn that's ugh, kicking the child out. Is it kicking I feel so truthfully, I didn't know the whole entire story, right? I didn't mm. know that she left out or she, um Yandy told her like if you're gonna keep dating this man, you can't be under my roof. Yeah. I didn't know that part. So now you're coming back. Why are you coming back? What transpired between you and this man? Truthfully, oh, they're not together. Really I don't think. Mm. Oh, so now you're not together. So now you need me again. Mm. So instead of us having this conversation again, this is what we're going to have you do. We'll support you for mm-hmm. two months. But now since you wanted to live that fast life, that adult life, now this is, I think they are doing it the correct way, truthfully. Yeah, because she essentially chose that guy over Yandy. Because you, I gave you the situation. I told you the situation was bad for you. I did not want you to be with this person anymore. You chose to defy it. You left the house, period. And you went to be with this man. You're no longer in the situation. Now you need me again. Mm. Right. And then you want to say you're going to do a tell-all book and now you got to be... Yeah, you're threatening me on top of that. Yeah, you can go. You're still, I'm yeah. actually, that's, if you're threatening to do tell-all books and make me look like I'm bad or whatever, I'm and I'm still being nice by funding your, your next apartment and giving you like money to take care of yourself for the next two months, I'm still being very nice to you. That's still very great what Yandy's doing for this girl. Yeah, I feel like... Uh, foster child aside, I don't think like that's even relevant. To yeah. But yeah. it's like, no, because I care about you. This is, this is what we're going to do. And yeah. like I said, this slow transition, I feel like it to me from what I'm hearing is okay. It feels like the right way to do it. It's yeah. not like you got to be out in three days. Yeah. Find no. a job and all these things. Um, what I don't get is Mendici saying that it's her fault because yeah, that's... I don't see how is she is he saying like because she feels abandonment it's her fault? No, I think he's saying she... because she took her took her on. Like that doesn't make sense to me because I, I, I never... was a foster child. I, I was a foster parent to this child. It's my so, fault that she doesn't want to be on her own. But I think it's it's essentially saying you should never be a foster parent in, in the first place. This you could have been their own child. On. Don't they have children? they do but i think the way she yandy wasn't like i'm a foster parent i'll take a child infinity kind of like 
yeah was i don't know if they were in a group or something like that and then they got closer and then she decided to be a foster yeah i know yandy has like this organization for like these young women and she just grew an attachment to infinity and infinity yeah. it, it wasn't like they didn't go through the proper channels at first in terms of like fostering like it was she just took her right off. it was like later on it was like okay let's make this like legal and official mm-hmm. um that's how their relationship came about yeah, I still don't get why Medici's is saying. He should. I, I just, I just, I feel like I'm, that's what I'm missing. Like, yeah, I think he's saying he's saying that you should have never got touched this girl, anyways. You should. Yeah, you should never brought her in. As, yeah, you should have kept your 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 organization that's taking care of these girls and go home. You have two kids already. Basically, you did not need to be attached to this little girl. You took her on as your responsibility, so this is your fault. Yeah, I feel like that's separate from the from the situation. I feel like that's a deeper. Yeah, I think that's what I think too. I think you I think it's like, oh, you made this decision while I was a pr- in prison. We're supposed to yeah. be yeah. 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 this child. I think that's what it is too. That's and then tying it into this because right. it doesn't to me, it doesn't connect. Like it don't. Okay, mm. this is like a, a it's just two different things to me. It don't. Mm. <laughs> it don't. <laughs> a part of me feels like for Yandy, I don't think she would do this to her daughter that she I had. I think they would have more grace for Styler, which is their younger daughter that Herman Deesis had together. I think she would have more grace for her. I don't think that Yandy would put Skylar on, hey, two months, blah, blah, blah. They would continuously work with her. I think because she is that foster child for Yandy is why they are doing this whole two month, you can't live in a the house. They would not have done that to Skylar regardless of how she acts. For that, for his little she wouldn't go. That's what I'm saying. So I do yeah. think ha- her being a foster child and them taking her on has a lot to do with why yeah. they're treating her like this. Because it's okay because it's like, well, you're not really mine. And I feel like this right. is, it's a shorter time like, frame too. Like it's only been five years. It's not like they fostered her since she was like three and then she's now mm-hmm. nine. Like I feel like if it was because man, these just got out of prison like last year or this year. Yeah. So he doesn't have that long of a relationship with- uh, Absolutely. What's her name? Infinity. Infinity. So he's disconnected. He has no He has no problem being like, so, you need to go. Like, cause there's no relationship. I'm laughing cause I was going to say inventory. <laughs> I don't know why that <laughs> was. So you suck No, that was so the first thing. I... <laughs> inventory. I was really about to say inventory, like mad confident. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I mean, if inventory didn't mean what it meant, I would I could see that being a name. Inventory. Like Yeah, because nickname Tori. That's cute. Yeah. Venti. Venti. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> but I I get what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, Sam. But like and for Mendices, yeah, of course he's gonna have no problem. He doesn't have an attachment at all right. with her. Yeah. And I mean, if it's his own daughter, of course, I feel like it's going to be a different process, but, but is it, would it really be depending on how everything is transpired? Like perhaps they would have been fed up too with their own daughter at this age. Right. Cause she could pull yeah. a, she could pull an infinity in the future, but like, uh-uh, I want to live mommy into forever. Right. I just don't see them doing that to her. I think they get, I think they would be mad and things like that, but they would not give as much. They would give her way more grace. Than they're doing infinity. I think, right yeah, I definitely think more grace, especially on um, especially on Mendes' part. I feel like yeah. it's easier for him because he doesn't I have think- the attachment. But I feel like if he's still that type of person, I, I could see him in the future if he kept giving Skylar chances eventually. Yeah. Like I mentioned before, I feel like women, we're more nurturing, we're more likely to give you chance after chance. Men could be cold hearted and they don't yeah. like they're just like, I've been taking care of you, I've given you chance after chance, you're not listening. Yeah. I'm good. 
So I still think they would be kind of, but like I said, I just think there would be more grace there. But do oh, I yeah. think that they would still be like, all right, girl, they're from New York. Okay. There's the Southern hospitality is probably out of the door. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So because they're in Atlanta right now. They're cut so yeah. So I think that they still would have some, they would still go the same, like through the same channels mm-hmm. of like, okay, girl, you can be on your own since you're 19, blah, blah, blah. But there would just be more grace in the beginning. I feel like. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah i don't know it's well the only parent on this call is raven um we can all say hypothetically oh yeah i wouldn't cut my child off oh yeah blah blah but we don't know no i wouldn't <laughs> yeah i i yeah i don't i would not I don't like i could never i could never yeah i don't see raven doing that i feel no. like junior would be begging him like mom can i please be independent yeah i feel that's what i feel like <laughs> raven is more attached like uh him. no <laughs> keep going no. yeah that's definitely yeah go to your father (laughs) um but do you guys feel like there is an age where a child should start being independent yes are you expecting them to be independent beyond their own like start to take care of themselves and like maybe yeah taking care of them taking care of themselves yeah, mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with, and it's not me cutting them off, but I I would definitely, like, want my kid to, you know, get a little summer job at, like, 14, 15 years old. Start to, like, mm-hmm. responsibility, you know, so they can, like, you know, get a bank account and start saving their money. And, like, I feel like, I definitely, like Shanae mentioned, it starts young. Like, it starts in the home. So I definitely mm-hmm. would want my child and, and, and I don't care if I, I'm, I'm a millionaire. Like, I would want my child to understand responsibility, to understand, yeah. you know, hard work and have that work ethic and, you know, not expect handouts. Um, right. I definitely feel like I would, you know, put my child in a position doing like, you know, it could even be with chores or whatever the case is, like, they have to learn. And I definitely, like Shanae said, starts in the house. So mm-hmm. I'm more than willing to, to to have my child start working early teens to teach them responsibility absolutely agree absolutely agree yeah me too i worked very young in the summer especially in the summer i had like two three jobs you know what i'm saying like in the weirdest way so i would definitely want that and i always think about like what my mom did i was start. i had to get bank accounts i had to get an id mm-hmm. i think it's important especially starting in the summer where they should have some type of money and you know, buy your school clothes. Yeah. I remember I was, you know, just throwing it in the bag when my mom was, and then, you know, you get up to the cash register. AJ Wright was a little expensive if you're from <laughs> Boston, okay? <laughs> it is equivalent to TJ Maxx and Marshalls. Yeah. It got a little price, a little Rockaway and a little Nietzsche's was a little <laughs> expensive, okay? But it, it, it taught me that, okay, this is, my mom works hard and I need them to know or my child to know that every day I go to work, I'm working for you, but I need you to know that this stuff is expensive. Okay. And I'm a little sneakerhead and I wouldn't be surprised if I made another one. You know what I'm saying? If I made a sneakerhead. So I need you to know that these this footwear is expensive and you need to work hard for it. So but I do think teaching responsibility and and things like that is very important for, yeah. for a child. But am I gonna cut you off? No. I'm always gonna be here for you. I my parent, not, my mom I, I do not want my child to be naive. I don't want him to like no. blindsided with like life. Like mm-hmm. and yeah, I feel like you could nip that in the bud ASAP if you can yeah. do it. So, and I chose to have my child. So, baby, you in this world, baby, we gonna I'm gonna teach you how 
I'm going to teach you. I'm going to give you, I'm going to teach you things. I'm going to give you the essential things you're going to need in life because you're not about to be out here struggling and trying to figure out something. 38 years old. Come on now. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel, I feel the same. I feel at the working age, wherever you live, you go to working age. It's great to start. I know for me personally, I had to beg my mom for me to work. I, my first job was where they should not have hired me because I was doing bartending. Excuse I was a hostess. And uh, remember, remember that um dang, I'm forgetting the name of the spot, but right across from Avon, like that restaurant, like down the street. But like it was like a little restaurant, but like bar and everything. It was yes. like right at the corner down the street. Yes. I worked there when I was 16. You're and lying. I was getting paid under the <laughs> table and I'm like great and I was doing the bartending I was doing hosting and it was like dead all the time like yeah that yeah anyways um but child uh, labor laws yo girl girl, but I had to beg my mom because she was she was more I mean and there's cultural pieces that went into it and like other factors but like she was definitely like um take your time like all this stuff and she was very nervous for me Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I want to do it because I wanted to, again, this goes back to the whole temperament that I mentioned earlier on. I wanted to be able to buy my own things, like mm-hmm. such as my school, my school, honestly, my school supplies, because that's what I was really obsessed with um, and <laughs> fabric and stuff, because I love like making clothes. But and I also wanted to help my mom because there was mm-hmm. we were rolling deep in that house. And yeah. I'm like, I would look at my mom and honestly, we weren't my siblings and I, we weren't like asking, like, we want this, we want like the new sneakers and stuff like that. Like my brothers got jobs, they bought for themselves. My brothers, when I started making money, I, we would buy for our siblings, like, you know, younger ones, I would get my brothers, their football gear, mm-hmm. all that stuff mm. when they were playing and like basketball stuff. Like I wanted to, I wanted to be independent. I've always been independent, like yeah. in that sense, but yeah. um, it goes back to that. But like, once my mom got comfortable with it, it was like, she's like, okay, yeah, you're doing your thing and all that stuff and encouraging. But it was, it's definitely like, yeah, how the parent is um, with my younger siblings. I think my mom definitely pushed them a bit more like, okay, you're at that age to like, you know, get your stuff and do you, you find mm. a little job, a little job, you know, for a few hours. Hours. Because, you know, school. Um, but yeah, I think it, it really goes back to the parents. I, I would try to encourage my children to yeah, be. Yeah, much like Christelle, them. much like Christelle for me, I was. I worked because I wanted to take care of my brothers. I knew my mother yeah. was a single parent and I had five siblings and it was hard every year. Girl, I used to wear my brother's pants to school because I like sometimes I didn't get clothes um, for this new school year supplies. So, yeah, that was a driving motivation for me to work because I wanted to take care of my, myself and my siblings. So, yeah, I am going to definitely promote that in the household. I don't care if we have it or not. Right. You have to, because there might be a time where you don't have it, and they need to know. And they don't get comfortable, sis, because they can go right quick. So, and that kind of goes back to you know Dr. Dre's daughter. She got comfortable, super comfortable. Yeah, real. That's and that sucks though. You're 38 years old. It's like okay, at this point, you take care of me. Like, why would I think you're gonna cut me off? I got super comfortable at that point. So yeah, that expectation. All right, guys, this brings us to the deck where we share our favorite kings, queens, jokers, and jackasses of the week. My queen goes to myself. Nine-year lock anniversary was a few days ago, so shout out to me. 
and my babies. Her. It's been a long journey. And, and I'll give a queen to my mom. After having this conversation, I realized that she implemented a lot of things. I was like, why are you doing this, bruh? Uh, and Sharice's mom, who definitely got us starting to work at 12, even though we didn't get paid. So they, they both taught me very, like, you know, high work ethic. And it's definitely made itself like you know more i see it more now as i get older and you know i'm in the position that i am because i worked very hard to get here so i do appreciate them so shout out to y'all love that yes and congratulations on your lock bursary girl thank you girl. Yeah. that's what you said oh, i missed what the anniversary was <laughs> what are we celebrating happy i hate you sometimes crystal i didn't you don't know my king and queen goes out to the Bensons, my cousins, Danny and Sean. They just became homeowners. So I'm super, super happy for them, guys. I love you. Congratulations. I know it was a tedious process, but God is good, girl. You guys mm-hmm. are home and during a pandemic, like the market right now is ridiculous. Trash. Um, so I'm super happy for them. And congratulations, guys. Proud of y'all. Shout out to them. Congrats. I can't wait to see that. Yes, girl, me too. I give my king card to the reggae artist Beverly Hammond. Um, blessed or strong. Mm. Yeah, enough respect. I'm going to give the queen cord to my thug life. It's her birthday. I think on Thursday. And she's turning 30. So, shall see you, girl. Love you. My queen card, I'm going to give it to my mother as well. Um, just because she has done so much, continues to do so much, and love her to pieces. I appreciate her. And I will not put you in a nursing home. <laughs> you neither. Nicole, <laughs> that's still up in the air. It's like, I'm just yeah. You were putting Nicole into a nursing home, bro? I'm not doing that. No. Yeah, no, Harry, yeah. Never, Harry alone would never go for that, so no. <laughs> Kim, you already know what's up. Uh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Poor Kim, <laughs> She already knows yeah, that. Hopefully, she get a guy by then, and you know, or maybe she just has the means to live on her own for right. Know, I would not trust Ray to put me in a nursing home. Yeah, I know I ain't putting my mom in the home. She's gonna be right downstairs in her room in my house. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't going nowhere. I'll get cussed up. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and we'll catch y'all next week. Bye. Bye. What does both parents want to live? Like, what if your man's mom want to live and your mom? That's a lot. You have to have a privilege outside. Oh, girl. That's a lot. Yo, I didn't even think about that. Yo, I'm so selfish.